Almost heaven, east of Tampa, Thunder Mountains, the Nobby River. Life is good there by the seven seas, over by Space Mountain. Open soon, please, country bears, take me home to the place I belong. First the Kava, then Ohana, take me home, Disney Rose. All my memories gather round there, Swanee Lady cruising in the jungle. Dark and dusty, the haunted mansion Yon the taste of dough with pixie dust and fly Country bears, take me home To the place I belong Timber lounge, back scratcher Take me home, Disney Roads. I hear Main Street music every day it calls me. Radio reminds me of where I wanna stay. Driving down the road I get a feeling that tomorrow's just a dream away. A dream away. Disney Rose, take me home to the place I belong. See the Wampa, drunk at Oga, take me home. Disney Rose, Disney Rose, take me home. To the place I belong Floating mountains in Pandora Take me home Disney Rose Take me home Down Disney Rose Take me home Down Disney Rose following presentation of the three o'clock parade is presented by adventurers out there travel adventurers out there travel can help you find places that have birds chirping <laughs> and get you all these wonderful places when we can you know start traveling again that's becca b-e-k-k-a -K at adventures provide concierge level service to do that and find discounts which are plentiful and you can start planning these getaway vacations that you are thinking about every single moment of every single day. And that's why Adventures Out the Travel is the official travel partner of the Three O'Clock Parade. And uh, Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to Three O'Clock Parade. We are live uh, from the Tiki Room. Yeah, oh, <laughs> That's <Seriously>. great. <laughs> Professor Daniel Miller, that's Rhiannon, and Skippa Dickerjay. Hello, sir. Hello, Hello sir. ladies. 
oh my gosh, we finally have a term for that uh, uh, that accent, Skip. Oh yeah, damn it, I forgot. I promised Adam and Jim that I was going to do the entire show. <laughs> oh dear God. In the transatlantic accent. Transatlantic. Sorry about that, Jim. I've already messed up. <laughs> we'll have some water. Right, you gotta you gotta pronounce those T's very strongly. And the R's. Um, you gotta roll your. I'm not roll your R. You gotta. I don't even know what it's called. Lose what is that? You don't roll. Oh, you gotta so lose wonderful. your R. Oh, ah, yeah. I guess that's true. Did you, you watch the video, Rhiannon? No, I did not. No. Oh, you need to watch it. It's great. It basically says, oh, "Why did all those old timey recordings sound like that? Like, what? Why do? Why is there a back scratcher?" Um, it's a great explanation. Yeah, right? I kind of wish we had kept with that. I'd love to be talking like this right now. That would be amazing. Well, it did say that it was mostly high society, Skip. That's probably why. Well, what do you think we are? <laughs> We're not low class pause. Yeah. We're not but, um, just, yeah, so peasants. Just to catch everyone up, last time we all officially released a, a an episode it was when jody uh t- updated us on the college program kids then last week we actually did record an episode but in some kind of major technical glitch it completely got ruined right skip it got a virus garbled, garbled no- yeah right it, it got the virus it was garbled noise yeah and so and just i hate to tell everybody this but it was hands down the greatest episode of all time we actually had neil patrick harris on as a guest star yeah Yeah, right (laughs) he was hilarious oh my gosh it's super disappointing yeah i mean he was funny he was but then he also told those really heartwarming stories about his trips to disney and and uh you know it's just great um so sorry everybody missed it but it's probably one of the best um hours of my life going back it was, yeah, it was a feel good. Like, I was, it was tears of joy at the end of that show. Yeah. You know, it was a real, it was a real pick me up for the downer that's going on right now. Yeah. So, but now, sorry guys, you're back stuck with us. But, uh, so let's see. Let's, let's catch everybody up. Um, last, like I said, last time we talked, Jody was rescuing the college program kids because everyone assumed it was this going to be this really difficult two week period. Um, where everybody was shut down. Um, well, that has officially changed into pretty much everybody at Disney has been fired or furloughed. Mm. And now they have no plans to reopen anytime soon. Um, so Ever. those kids are now gone. They have gone back to wherever it is they came from because staying here was really not a very smart option. Um, because at this point, Disney has officially um, furloughed the majority of the cast members at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was, I think they, at least uh, in Florida, I don't think that they've settled with the union cast members yet, but I was just looking at a thing where out here in California, it looks like they have, so they've come up with something for the union people, I guess. Yeah, man, it's just, it's tough, I know, like, I think we, we talked about it last week when we didn't record, but we were kind of trying to i mean i was probably a little bit debbie downer-ish about talking about how like i just don't people were kind of thinking like disney's just gonna keep paying people and i mean it just it doesn't it just didn't seem realistic and unfortunately that is kind of what happened and no um, kidding 
yeah, it's kind of it's super bummerish. I don't, you know, just. But I'm I'm reading this br- breaking news. Um, as of I'm reading this right now. Um, Epcot, Norway, and Germany are um accepting applications for positions beginning in August. I was actually just reading that same headline. I'm adding notes to our notes as we go. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's that is good sign. I mean, um, you know, I think when it when this first started, I'm like, okay, so we'll so we'll you know. We'll finish March and then starting in April, we'll start talking about when things are going to start opening up, maybe mid-April. And now, you know, obviously we're, we're just about mid-April now and, and we haven't started those discussions yet. <laughs> so um, yeah. this keeps getting pushed back. Um, you know, Rhiannon, you first originally were like mentioning, boy, I hope this doesn't mess with, you know, summer plans for, you know, the big wedding. And um, mm. I'm like, no way. Is this even going to come near that? And now we're, you know. <laughs> mm, yeah. For any June events, I mean, we're definitely getting into where this it could. It's still not. It's still possible, though. I think that we that we go off without a hitch. Are you are you are you officially throwing in the towel on June? Um, I mean, not officially, just in the sense of like I have up until you know forty eight hours in advance to cancel things, so I'll keep them until 48 hours in advance um mm-hmm. but as far as my personal optimism goes I, i'm not optimistic that we'll keep them mm-hmm. so and then as far as july goes ugh, we're trying to figure out what really is that last minute date where we have to pull the trigger yeah and i think it's it's not until at least the end of april so we'll see yeah. how things progress in the next few weeks but i think end of April, mid-May is when we really have to make a decision of, are we going to yeah. try and keep these plans or officially move them? Because that's that's the big shebang with, you know, hundreds of people flying in. Yeah. If you, a, if airports aren't even going to be open, then that's your answer. But B, what if they do reopen like the week before and half the people don't feel comfortable traveling, you know? Right. So. I mean, you're dealing with that too, is, is really just will people do it? I mean, because, I mean, you know, there's flights coming in. I live, right? I live near the airport, and there's flights nonstop going in and out still. I mean, it isn't something that's shut down. I mean, and it's just there aren't a lot of people on them. But um, I think... Well, okay. yeah. When I guess I, uh, it's more so, like, the venue and all that. Like, anything that's shut down that's beyond my control, then that's you know, right. an obvious no. But. <clears throat> well, when it comes to these big companies, like... Uh, you know, we're not talking about wedding venues here, but the big companies, like a Disney... Big companies only do, especially at the higher levels, they only do one thing, and that's plan. They only forecast and plan. And at this point, once they can somehow get a plan, no matter when it is, a plan to reopen versus a plan to shut down, then I think we can start getting some of these people not furloughed and, and start bringing them back. Because, you know, when, you're, when, you're, when your plan is how do we shut this down, you're not worrying about bringing people back. So even, no matter when they can start this idea of a target date for trying to come back, they can start planning for that. And I, I just hope that happens somewhat soon, just so everybody can kind of have, uh, just change the mindset a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think that they need to start planning that regardless of whether they're going to reopen next month or in three months. So mm-hmm. come on people get to planning. Right. I mean, we've got some things coming up and, you know, and, you know, again, we booked a, a few weeks, maybe a month ago, we booked a, a week in 
a different different time in July to go to a, a, a Puerto Rico. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're st- at first I was like, there's no way we're still going to be talking about this by then. And now it's like, all right, we're starting to <laughs> starting to creep into that. But getting closer. But starting to creep into that time. But yeah. I was anyway. having a conversation with a friend last night about just how much money we're saving because of how many trips we've had to cancel. So we were comparing notes. But I think I win if I have to cancel a wedding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I jokingly, I think you definitely win. I did. I, I jokingly was like, yeah, these, when I, when I, now when I leave, I still go to, you know, go somewhere every day for, for work. And, but my old way of life was at least a couple times a week, I would swing by somewhere and, uh, mm-hmm. and do something. Uh, <laughs> so it's just, you know, just it's considerable cost savings, just going straight home now. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, definitely worth every penny to do that stuff because it's like this, you know, but um, I find what was I going to get to. So anyway, hopefully we can start talking about that soon, but because we, we, we need to get back to this stuff. I know I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm dude. Well, and, you know, for me, I haven't been since August. So I yeah. was like really excited to, you know to get back and play and do fun things and i still haven't even ridden rise and oh that's right a little no rise resistance i still haven't either but (laughs) i was talking about that with the the family last night we were like we were joking because we were thinking about how many cool things had happened already this year like they had opened rise the resistance and they opened the uh the mini mickey railway and now none of it's available (laughs) We waited all this time, and it finally happened. And then it's like, and root. Yeah. And, uh, the funniest part there is that the song for Mickey and Minnie Railway is "Nothing Can Stop Us Now." Oh. <laughs> they definitely did. Definitely did. Um, so we'll have to just. Uh, Oh man, I'm, I'm just I'm kind of reading through as we go that like uh, only a few of the places are are still open, but I'm starting to plan. I have an idea that the first day that booze is available again anywhere on property, I'm gonna I've got to do a super extra over the top ceremony. Welcome back to drinking at Disney. Absolutely, well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, like I don't care what what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I think it would have to be something either one of the main Disney owned resorts or Disney Springs. Like I'm thinking like, uh, you know, I don't think hotel Plaza Boulevard would count because I think there's still one of them still yeah. open the B resort, but it has to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the B resort. Although you're not allowed. I don't think, I still don't think they're allowed to serve alcohol on site. So it's uh but anyway, when it finally happens, I mean, this is going to be the most extra ceremony ever. Um, Good. And uh, if I can time it right, it's also going to co- – we've had to delay the official start of water park season because they're all closed. <laughs> so it could be – maybe have to combine them depending on what day of the week it is. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Opening – so it's going to be like – I went uh, a friend of mine and I was talking to her. And I was like, hey, we're going to – we got it. I'm going to I'm tell her my plan of doing this this day of – she's like, yeah, we're going to make this super extra because it's just <laughs> – it's just <laughs> – Everybody's so Give cooped up. Give us a sneak peek. Yes. What's it going to? And then, uh, 
because you had your last trip canceled, Rhiannon. Is that correct? Yeah, you were you were planning on coming right before it went down. Yeah, I was supposed to be there the weekend right before St. Patrick's Day. Mm. Oh. They did start yeah. selling the Christmas uh, party tickets, so they're officially still still yeah, on for Christmas. Money somehow. I know it's just it's nuts. Let's see. Oh, and don't worry. Business as usual, as they <laughs> completely uh, revamped a lot of the menus around Disney, and including oh, yeah. price increases. <laughs> oh, that's great! So, some things don't change, even if we're even if we're down. <sighs> but that uh, people freaked out when they thought when the, Bob Iger gave that interview about possibly doing something like temperature screenings on the way into the parks. Yeah. Do you guys foresee that being a thing, or is it as useless as everyone says it is? I mean, I the mean... problem is that this this virus is asymptomatic, so. Mm. That's one of the reasons it spreads is because people don't think they're sick and they run out and, you know, do stuff. Yeah, they just, yeah, man, sure. That sounds great. I want to do that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you know, taking the temperature means that, like, hey, you can't come in because you are sick. But for those people that are sick and don't know it yet, it's not going to help. Yeah. Like, I get temperature screened every day I go in to, uh, but. Anyway, well, it's... I think it's also the perception of safety, though. So if people actually mm-hmm. think it's doing something, then they're going to feel more comfortable going back to Disney. Oh, that's so true. It's yeah. not entirely about actually weeding out the ill. What do you think the percentage of people in masks will be opening day? High. High. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're going to. It'd be interesting because, I mean, I just don't, it really is, it was interesting that, I'm glad they did that interview with Bob Iger because it's the first time of, you know, you have somebody who actually kind of knows what they're talking about is is talking about it. But how do you, you know, you have a, an any venue, and this goes for sporting events or, or concerts or anything. How do you all of a sudden one day you need to stay, you know, six feet apart from everybody and stay in groups of, of you know, six or less. And then next day, pandemonium like i mean literally like cram them in fill in all available space like how do you go back from one extreme yeah. to another <clears throat> how does what does that look like and you know disney's a a unique one it's not like i mean i could see people saying oh we're not gonna you know we'll, we'll we'll keep pushing concerts back a little bit further but disney's kind of somewhere in the middle it, it isn't theoretically an event where you sit right next to somebody it's it's kind of like a big shopping mall almost and those will yeah. open first how does how does that look well, I was reading the Disney tourist blog article about this today, and they were speculating that, I mean, it's, there have been rumors going around that they won't bring back things like fireworks or parades at first, because that just encourages people packing in as closely as possible. Mm-hmm. And we've already seen oh. the rumors and evidence to support them about having more virtual queues. And then mm-hmm. there's also talk about removing uh, various, like, seating areas and restaurants so that you're forcing people to sit farther apart from one another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, encouraging mobile ordering, uh, keeping certain rides that can't be easily sanitized closed until we have a vaccine. So you could see a lot of attractions just completely closed for 
at the yeah. end of the year. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's it does look different. And I and do you, you know, I think personally, I think the best, the easiest way to control, it, especially early, is to do what they did for uh, for um, hurricanes. Is they don't really want random locals like slamming the parks the day of a hurricane <clears throat> so they just do basically extra magic hours only for resort guests for a, you know pick one or two parks and they go extra magic hours basically extra magic hours which is resort and you can obviously limit the amount of rooms that kind of thing so it's it, it seems like that seems like the most responsible way to do it um maybe resort transportation only so you can't you know that kind of thing so you don't have people just driving up to the parks and trying to get in and you can do a resort transport only possibly something like that, that really not subtly, but it, I guess, uh, gently opens the parks versus just everybody call on in, come on down. <laughs> you know, the other thing I was thinking about this is, uh, where the hell's Tappet? Like, why were they interviewing Iger? Yeah. You know, like, do you think Bob was like sitting in the back of the room? Like, Hey, I'm, I'm the CEO now. Yeah. You should be asking me those questions. Well, and to go back to the Disney Tourist blog article, they actually said that it was because Bob has way more experience in these kind of interviews and that he chooses his words so carefully that oh, yeah. he just doesn't have that kind of experience. And so to like unleash him or unleash reporters upon him, that that wouldn't yeah. have had as good a result. Well, I tell you, have you ever watched the... Um, it's it, to me, it was so cringeworthy. He is that Bob Chapek. Chapek? Chapek? What? I don't even know how you say yeah, it. Whatever. It's yeah. Whatever. Oh, whatever. Okay. Him, the him, the CEO. The new Bob. Yeah. He, yeah. he gave that speech around. Yeah. He gave like a pair of, of sort of public speeches ahead of both Galaxy's Edge openings, and they're just cringeworthy. He is really bad at it. I mean, it's just it. it On a scale he, of one to Trump. It's just different. He doesn't sound as he just sounds um, well, maybe very similar to Trump in that it sounds well, a little bit condescending and um, just blunt. Probably incoherent, no sense. No, I well, I was gonna say I've seen him speak twice at D twenty three, and he's just he's one he's very robotic when he's reading the script, like mm-hmm. you can tell that you know he doesn't want to be up there he doesn't like he's not comfortable speaking in front of large groups and he's just reading the teleprompter word for word like he's like ron burgundy like if you changed it you know he'd be like <laughs> fuck you walt disney world <laughs> right uh and and i feel that you know when he is very trumpy is if he tries to like just you know free wheel like say whatever he wants and then he just sounds like a condescending asshole because he's just like, you know, I'm in charge. I'm the one. Sounds delightful. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, and, and this is kind of, I'm not opposed to JPEG. Like, whatever. You know, a CEO is a CEO. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely not a good public speaker. So I can definitely see why they would pick Iger. But at the same time, I feel like he's got to be like, hey, man, I'm, take off the training wheels. I'm ready to ride, Dad. Right. You know, I just, <laughs> I'm still kind of like running with him down the street, like not not quite. You're not quite there yet. Right. 
I, I probably. I think it's just you know a lot of folks are saying that you know I I don't pay attention too much to the the CEO part of it, but they're like this guy's just the fall guy to come in here and and kind of be in charge while things are crappy, and then you know he'll get his golden parachute and retire. I'm like that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, like yeah. I I mean. You, you know, you've worked your whole career to kind of get in a position where you can make, you know, more money than you ever imagined in a couple of years and then just, you know, retire. Like, so I think it's great. So. Yeah. yeah. Like he may end up having like what's more important to you, your personal life or your legacy? And to me, it's like my own personal lifestyle. So way more important. <laughs> if everyone remembers me as the worst CEO ever, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll sit here and really cry. I'll, yeah, I'll cry on my on my you know my yacht as I uh, cruise by Alani on my own. Right. <laughs> People don't like me. Can I get another bottle of champagne, please? Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh, I just don't. I don't see that as a problem by any means. Yeah. Um, Skipper Gritchie, I know you've been playing, as, as we all know, we've all been playing, uh, me, me and you. Rihanna, I don't think, has, has got a Switch yet, but we've been playing a lot of I Mario Kart. No. Um, but have you gotten into the but the craze sweeping everybody that's online is Animal no. Crossing? Skipper Gritchie, have you tried this at all? I have not. I have not tried it. I, I know I, uh, we've actually lost a few people that would race with us normally to go do Animal Crossing. Like, Kara with a K? Bastards. Yeah, like, heavily invested in Animal Crossing. She also got a new puppy that's probably the cutest thing on the internet right now, in case you guys want to. Oh. But no, I have not played it. I, I just, I've, I've heard different things. I've heard that it's kind of like uh, a more intense version of Farmville. Uh, <laughs> I've heard that it's a little bit like Sims. And being a person that can barely keep his own life together, I feel I don't need another virtual, virtual yeah. animal to take care of or whatever. I don't want to farm. Last year, oh, last year, oh. <laughs> it feels like last year. I feel like last week you uh, compared it to a Tamagotchi. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't want to... Well, I will be joining it here in the next week because the... Uh... That is going to be the Easter Bunny gift to uh, the fam, so I'll be I'll be trying. But let me ask you this, uh, Skipper Gucci, would this make a difference in that here they are offering Kylo Ren, Princess Leia, and more outfits you can wear on Animal Crossing? That's funny. Uh, no, that that wouldn't make a difference. Does not change a thing. Okay, no. just checking. Just checking. Wasn't sure if that would um. Would that do it for you? Happy 25th anniversary to a Goofy movie. Okay. I actually love, I actually really enjoy that movie. So Skipper Gucci, what did you find here? We found <clears throat> Joe Rohde did a full tour of Disney's Animal Kingdom on Instagram. <clears throat> Skip. Hello. Setting skip okay. up, teeing them up, ready to hear about the and big whiff. 
<laughs> he had added this to the the list of notes that um come see my park joe roadie style you know, yeah and that's why we did it with multiple recording places Woo-hoo! oh Oh, did something crash already? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Skype. Uh, Skype crashed out. Hmm. Oh, but. All right. Well, good on you, the belt and suspenders. But you're yeah. doing the old school way? Tried. Tried to keep everything, you know, up and running. I was just like, I know fucking Skype is being a mess right now. Well, and everything is. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, like being one of the like nerdy tech people that reads all this crap, like everybody is so like, you know, they're they're zooming, they're FaceTiming, they're Skyping, they're using WebEx, like everything, any way we can figure out a way to like talk to each other. And we're just stressing the hell out of all these servers. So Oh yeah. Yep. Well, you know. what I was saying while well, you had disconnected for a moment was i was reading here you joe Rody did a, a, a virtual disney's animal kingdom tour on instagram yeah well he's doing multiple virtual tours and uh the first one was with the tree of life yeah uh so you can actually go and you know have a little virtual tour it's supposed to be pretty cool yeah dude it's awesome i love i, I i've been reading some of these and uh it's a lot of this. A lot of the stuff he's doing are the notes that when I did the tours at Animal Kingdom, we did behind uh, what's called Wild by Design, and we, we did, in in designing it, we we had a script that we got, and they took a lot of it directly from the notes <clears throat> from Imagineering, and so it's you know it's it's the level of detail that he and his team does is I mean it really is mind blowing when you sit and read it, and this is exactly what he's doing now. I mean, you know, one piece, one artifact has got a you know, three page description. And um, but it was interesting. I'd always heard that um, the original plan for the Tree of Life, which he describes in this is was to be a restaurant. And then what he was saying, though, is the reason Flame Tree Barbecue is so cool. The seating area, you know how it's like different levels and some's down by the water. It's the best. He said it's because it was originally the land had already been excavated to make it in outdoor amphitheater oh wow so yeah that's why when they filled it in to make the restaurant that's why it has all those so many levels and it makes it such a cool place and it makes me yeah that place is great yeah like there's nothing like it i want to go there now yeah let's go yeah but it's but it makes me sad like why like why can't these places be this cool what if that was the original plan i bet it would have been a much more boring restaurant had they said we're gonna put a restaurant here because uh, invention is the mother, or what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. True. True. Uh, you know, and and uh, I'm just gonna relate it to movies. Like that's why Jaws is so good because you never see the shark, and the reason you don't see it is because that shit didn't work the entire filming of the movie. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> so like, you know, what happens is they they get this like raw deal where they're like, hey, we've already got this plan, and then somebody you know is just like, well, we're not gonna give you money for it, and they're like, well. You know, how can we take this and make it good as opposed to, you know, some other shit they didn't do a great job at. But yeah. that one is awesome. Well, that's interesting. I guess I, I I didn't I wasn't as aware of that they were supposed to be a sh- more more shark in Jaws. But it makes sense because most of the fear of sharks, you never typically see them. You're just kind of afraid that they might be in there. Yeah, you really oh, don't see the, sh- 
you see the fin a little bit and you see some attacks, but you don't really see the shark until the very end. And that's when you're like, that doesn't even look real. <laughs> uh, and that's why, because that shark was broken. That's also, the name of the shark is Bruce, in case anybody didn't know. Which really? is also the name of the shark from Finding Nemo. Yes. Yep. I may have known that, but it definitely wasn't at the front of my of my knowledge. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Little... So, well, I mean, in the meantime, it looks like Skip they've added some features to my Disney Experience and Disneyland apps. For since we can't go, we can at least utilize these for some some cool things. Yeah. There's you know they're they're kind of. Ch- uh, they, they sent out a letter to like Disney fans. I don't know if you, if you, if you got it. I'm pretty sure you did. And it basically is just like, you know, we know things suck. So here's a little pink, you know, pixie dust for the home. And, uh, when you click on the links, they take you to either Disneyland or my Disney experience. And it's cool. They've got, uh, recipes and games and, you know, trivia and, uh, just things to kind of help fill your time, uh, while you sit around the house. Yeah, seriously. One of my favorites is the the recipes, though, which I feel is also it's either partially outrage of the week or three o'clock eats. I haven't decided which one. <laughs> but it's, they they posted a uh, how to make Dole Whip at home, um, and the recipe starts off with a scoop of ice cream, and all these people that you know are vegan or vegetarian are like no Dole Whip doesn't have dairy in it uh and I think you know whether it does or doesn't I'm sure that's I'm sure when they're making them at, at uh in Adventureland they're not just like hey can I get another scoop of ice cream and some frozen pineapple like <laughs> you know this is not the, the recipe that Disney actually uses this is the how you make it at home oh. recipe yeah right Right, right, right. Because, you know, they, they would have to. Interesting. Now you're cooking. Yeah, add the ingredients. Blend mm. Yeah, right. right. It looks great. I'm already, See, like, filling out my chopped list. I'm like, don't look at home. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I, maybe I'm, I'm odd in that I don't get that excited about, like, I'd like this Disney stuff at Disney. Um, I don't tend to be. Like oh my because they they also as they Disney released the churro recipe and you know people are extremely excited about making their own yeah. churros and I'm like I don't know I just kind of want to it doesn't it's like when they sell Mickey bars at the grocery store I'm like nah, I don't really want to do that <laughs> like, well nah. I think the difference is that right now like there's no way to get it right like you're just trying to like you're like how do I just make my life a little bit more like what it used to be yeah. so you know you buy just this random crap that yeah. <laughs> just buy random, just buy random crap. Oh, that dude, that is me so much. As a matter of fact, I'm buying stuff in like at, in the middle of the night while I'm half asleep. I was, uh, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was telling them that um, I've been inundated uh, on my like social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook has just had a ton of ads for bamboo toilet paper. And I get it yes. because toilet paper is sold out everywhere. And, yeah. uh, and it's not even like I'm searching for toilet paper. I've got plenty. I didn't stockpile, but I, you know, I live alone. So one trip to Costco lasts a long time. And uh, mm-hmm. I was looking at my email the other day and I, ca- I had like two or three 
of these uh, receipt track your packages. And, you know, I'm always ordering stuff of Amazon. So I was like, whatever. And then I actually looked a little closer and I was like, I don't recognize those names. Well, apparently I ordered <laughs> two boxes of uh, bamboo toilet paper. So I'm going to have wow. like close to 50 rolls <laughs> of this stuff eventually showing up that I don't even remember ordering. I was just, you, you know, half trade. asleep. Well, I was actually thinking about that. I was all like, I might just, uh, you know, walk around and just leave toilet paper at some of my neighbor's houses. <laughs> like, here's a few rolls in case you need it. Oh, look at you. That I'll just go out and barter it. Like, I'll go hang out, you know, outside of a Walmart and be like, what do you got? <laughs> what you got for me today? Who's got some Clorox wipes? I've yeah. got the TPs. That's what I was saying. Like, I was I was joking with my in-laws the other day, and I was like, you know, if this goes any longer past a couple of months, like, we're going to have to start, I'm going to have to, like, come up with some kind of trade. Like, I'm going to have to, like, become, a like, a woodworker or, or like, a blacksmith or something. Because, yeah, you know, sure. money, like, money is going to become basically worthless so we're gonna have to come to some kind of trade um like i'm gonna need to be able to definitely barter some services or goods that i can create so i don't know if i should become a blacksmith or but you might be onto something but yeah, i um that's where i'm screwed i have no um physical labor skills yeah you know, I, I I can tell you that I'm not good. I, my 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 parents will vouch for the fact that I'm not good at cleaning, like mm. even sweeping and vacuuming. My mom's like, "How did you miss these things?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I don't know how to cut grass or do any kind of gardening work, so I can't do that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm basically screwed. I need to find. I they people need to keep watching YouTube videos. Is all I can. Right. Like I'm telling you, these, this, everything needs to start coming back up because I can't handle this whole idea of like, you know, the entire society collapsing. I can't, we, we, we can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to survive well here. No. Yeah. Me neither. Like all of a sudden all these people who can like make things with their hands are like very going to be, you know, they're going to do well. They're going to do well here. I'm not one of those people. I'm so sad right now. <laughs> Just fruit. I need to pick up some you know, more useful yeah. hobbies. Yeah, I gotta learn how to actually like be and stuff. useful yeah. to somebody. I don't know what I can do. I gotta work on this. I make, I make, oh, man. So, tough. the bag of Dole Whip, like actual Dole Whip mix, is uh, like $25 on Amazon. And mm-hmm. a soft serve ice cream maker is 100 So, for $130 on April 20th, I could make my own Dole Whip because that's when it would be delivered. I mean, like you said, if you're anything like me, that seems great. Like, I I think you can justify this and that you're not out spending money on like Taco Tuesday and and all these things. Oh, yeah, for sure. If this goes on for another month, I mean, that's like four weekends that I mean, for me, like that I'm not, you know, I might be grabbing a couple cases of White Claw or something. That's about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not. (laughs) So it's like. It's like I'm not spending what I was spending. So this is, you know, maybe you can definitely justify this. Exactly. Do it. Do it. Chicken if you don't. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll make it live. Live on TV. Or on the interwebs. For oh, better to watch. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, this is the ID bought, 
well, we, but she this, she loves crushed ice, you know, like uh, nugget ice. Yes. Let's talk more about this because I've been. But okay. Oh my god, I love it, and I've been thinking of ordering the same thing. So talk talk more. The uh, the opal. Are you talking about? Yep. The opal. Yeah. Yep. So we she's had, we've had it now for probably two years. Um, like, I'm telling you, this thing is not cheap, and you've if you've priced it, you know, this is not a cheap item by any any stretch of the imagination. It's incredibly ridiculously overpriced. Maybe not overpriced. It's just it's just very expensive. But I will tell you, I, she she's she never has like I could never make her as happy as this ice machine makes her. <laughs> well, that's not saying much. <laughs> but it's just it's it's been extremely successful. Let's put it that way. So she's very happy. Um, yeah, five hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. They, they they have not gone down in price then apparently. Yeah, there I is. There's, there's the other brands. Does it? Does the it does it does like the nugget ice though, or just crushes it? No, it, no. Crushes. Ice. Yeah, no. These are these are actually the little like pellet nuggets. Yeah. Not the not just the crack. Those, like that that uh, Tijuana Flats does. Yes. Yep. I hate those. Really? Oh my God. See, that is, I'd pay five that is the ice the dreams are made out of. <laughs> no, well, it melts you're, you're faster. It waters on your drink. Well, it and does get a drink. It, it, to drink it. Yeah, but you know what? For $69, I can buy the Cuisinart snow cone maker where I just Ooh. throw my own ice into it and it shaves it really quick. There you go. I like that too. Yeah, just get some shaved ice. What? I miss lake ice. What's lake ice? My family's yeah. place in the Adirondacks during the winter, they would harvest ice from the lake much like you see in frozen with i was about to say is your your family member Mm -hmm. christoph um maybe (laughs) maybe distantly related uh but yeah so they would harvest the the ice off the lake in the winter and then store it in an ice house obviously uh and just they would deliver a new block of ice into your freezer every day and when it's time for cocktail time you take an actual ice pick and you just pick away at the ice, and you get these beautiful chunks of crystal clear ice. Oh, I miss lake ice. Man, see, now that That's person would, is going to do well when the, uh, yeah. the ice person is going to do well yeah. when, the, when, the, when the economy collapses completely, and, we, and there's no money's worthless again. Mm-hmm. Mm, they're going to yeah. do well. I need to, God, man, I should start stocking up on, like, salt or something. Some, like, you know, something that people are going to need that they don't yeah. know they need right now. White cloth. Yeah, but I feel there's a lot of options for alcohol. <laughs> I think you it's know, funny. Like, like, everybody's talking about how they're drink- like I read a lot that people are like, I've d- been drinking every day, drink more. I actually have been drinking less because I, I only drink when I'm like out having fun. So like I'm home uh, doing nothing. And so like I don't like that. Yeah. Don't. Oh. Are you not are you not joining any of the, the uh, <laughs> virtual happy hours? Yeah, these virtual happy hours, dude, they are. Whew, man, they're taking a toll. <laughs> I actually don't. I, I, I'm not. And I, I don't know what happened. I, I didn't, I don't know the story. Um, you know, our, our friend of the friend of the friends, friend of the show, Jody Cab, was saying that people were like judging the, um, the virtual happy hours. What happened here? Uh, you know, I mean, there's just some people that aren't like big drinkers and stuff like that. So they're saying that that these virtual happy hours, while yes, are good socially, you know, they're not great for people that 
you know, they're worried that people are going to become alcoholics. <laughs> like, you don't get sick, but you come out of this alcoholic. And hmm. you know, I think it's, a, it, it's valid, but I don't think it's like, don't do it. I don't think you become an alcoholic because you go to virtual right. happier. Right. Well, and, that, and that's, you know, that's what that was about. But, uh, but there's all kinds of other great drama. Like, uh, apparently, like, Zoom isn't that secure. So there's people that are. Uh, oh, yeah. Like popping zoom into bombing. like, yeah, zoom bombing. There's a, there's a term for it. Yeah, and they're uh, they're shooting like porn into the into these con- you know conversations, which I think is great. I want that like, to happen to me. Yeah, if that happened to me, I would just be like, link, please. Could you link me to this? <laughs> you, it's not just <laughs> enough that I can you do that again. I didn't get a chance to record that screen. Uh, <laughs> you know, or they're coming on and just like you know, screaming obscenities, which again, I'm just like, all right, like, who cares? I get it if you're like a church or if you're doing, you know, if you're hanging out homeschooling for your children. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're homeschooling, but I also feel like if you are an education, like if you're part of an industry that, that, you know, that teaches and you're not using a professional web service like WebEx, then you're just asking for yeah. yeah, trouble. Well, they all yes. stopped doing at least here. They stopped using it until they. But they all bought the. Uh, now they bought the. Yeah, buy the license. And, yeah, and then you yeah. don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So um, they're, 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 cause yeah. I don't because that's something like that happened for sure. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, it is pretty good. I don't do a lot of those. I do a lot of. I, I, but it's it's funny. Well, the the racing, by the way, has gotten very popular like almost every day now uh we fill the race like it, it gets full um and there's actually a, an app that goes with it that you can you know chat back and forth uh while you're racing and even that's getting like we've had a lot of people just coming on and like it's fun you know you're racing and you're kind of trash talking but at the same time everybody's you know, telling stories and jokes and uh, yeah, it, it. I'll tell you what. Some of the people that listen to this show are some of the funniest people mm-hmm. I've ever talked to. Like they're hilarious, and they get on and you know everybody does their little like bit for a little while and then they get off and go do their work and it's been really fun. So if anything, I will say that the social part of this nonsense has been good. Yeah. Yeah. But. We like. My company has taken to doing uh, an open Zoom thing for lunch every day, and then also virtual happy hours once a week, and then also trivia sessions. And it's like, you know, I appreciate what they're doing, but at the same time, I'm basically tethered to my desk and my computer all day. So for lunch, I want to leave my desk and leave my computer screen. So I don't want to join the Zoom call with all my coworkers. But. You know, it's nice for people who do want to do it, I guess. It's not like it's mandatory. True. Yeah, I just, I guess I'm just, I, I, I'm i not very good. For some reason, I'm just not good in, like, chats. I don't know. It's weird. I just am not good at it. I don't know why. I, it just, I don't know. No, I'm the same way. Like, I, there's been a few times that people are like, like, I was just sitting there drinking on one of the, the happy hours. Like, I didn't say anything. And then people were like, why aren't you talking? And I'm like, I don't really got anything to say. I'm just, just drinking. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, like talking about like... topics. <laughs> oh, I feel the same no. way about 
<laughs> I was going to say, I feel the same way about a Zoom conference call with dozens of people as I do about this podcast, in which it's hard to kind of know <laughs> when it's your turn to speak and not be talked over. So, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I have a very important uh, hashtag SR boner to ask you, and it's from Polly Lobby Ryan. Are peeps the worst Easter candy or just the worst candy in general? <gasps> False. Oh, yeah. Wow. Peeps fan. I'm a huh? fan of Peeps. Yeah, me too. Hmm, I interesting. Peeps. I also love Cadbury eggs. So. Interesting. I feel like Cadbury eggs, uh, there's more of a divide than on Peeps. Yeah. I feel yeah. like people either love or hate Cadbury eggs. I feel like, do you watch Zumbo's Just Desserts on Netflix, Rhiannon? No. Dude, you'd li- you'd like you'd like all the desserts he makes. Um, it's like I'm a- not a dessert person, so mm-hmm. if it were like Zumbos like- just appetizers, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, oh god, that sounds great. <laughs> I do love a good app. Oh, the best. I do love a good app. Man, sounds good. Um, let's see. Anything else going on? Let's see. Oh yeah, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Um. This did, you you put it in this in here and it's very it is very interesting. Somebody asked, you know, just randomly on Twitter, Kevin Smith, like, hey, weren't you like working on the book a, 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 a movie or, or TV show adaptation adaptation of Kingdom Keepers novels? And uh, yeah. he actually responded. Yeah, and it was a bummer. His response was like a real bummer. I'll just read it. Uh, I'll read it. It's sitting right here. It says the, so. Kevin Smith comes in. He says. That was a blast to write two years ago. It was planned as one of the first shows on what would become Disney+. Plus. Then a new exec was put in charge, and he killed it, saying, we used too much Disney IP in one project, <laughs> and impressive, every character in the park comes to life. So, like... That's the problem. Why? Yeah, we can have all this IP in the parks, but we can't have it in the shows, or what? Right. Well, that's what he was saying. They, uh, I, I, I read another article about it, or maybe it was him. Like, he, there's, there's a more in-depth thing, and uh, you know, Kevin is a big fan of um, like Star Wars and Marvel and Pixar. So, like, he loves everything about Disney, uh, mm. not just like the core Disney IP. So he was saying that uh, one of the things that with that is that. Um, He's hoping, or maybe it was the article I was reading, they were hoping that if anything, they might, you know, maybe they'll relook at it and slim some of it down where it's not all these other things. Because they feel that he probably threw in, you know, a ton of Star Wars and Marvel and Pixar references, or maybe not Pixar. They love Pixar and Disney right now. But, you know, maybe they'll slim it down so that there isn't as much of that. Um, But the idea of these books is cool. Uh, it's these holograms that basically are supposed to take you through tours of the park during the day, mm. but at night they fight against the Disney villains in the parks. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's supposed to. Be, I, I haven't read the books, but I've heard. I've heard they're good. No, they're very popular. Yeah. I am. I am very surprised that that this didn't happen. Because I remember, I do remember talking about this like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, very interesting. As long as we, I, I think we've kind of outlived the whole Jay and Silent Bob, they tried to bring him them back. I think it's time to just kind of call yeah. that a day. <laughs> so it's time to move on. 
I think I think the problem is that Jane Silent Bob can't do like I'm not that they can't like I'm sure that there's people that love their movie specifically, but I like it when they're part of the movie, not when it's about them. Like right. Mallrats was great and Clerks was great and you know all the stuff from that universe. But every time they do a Jane Silent Bob movie, it's like mm, no, dude. How fun would it be? I mean, now I'm just thinking, how great would it be if in this Kingdom Keepers show, like, they just play these, like, loser vloggers that are hanging around all the time? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they're sitting there, not this episode, they're at the Magic Kingdom, and then they're, you know, they're, they're, there's always somewhere, like, just sitting there <laughs> vlogging. That'd be great. That would be pretty great. Because that's exactly what, like, those guys would be vloggers now. If this was, if it was now, you know, Jace and Bob, they'd have their own YouTube channel. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Oh, I do like that. That sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. So let's see. Anything else going on you guys were uh, interested in before we, uh, you know, call it a day? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I think that's yeah. kind of all for me. Yeah, I think this is a nice little update. Uh, it's just hopefully one of these days, I feel like we're going to come back and we're able to actually be able to talk about our plans, what our next our next trip is going to be and, and all that stuff. And I think everybody's just waiting to get back to that. Yeah. For sure. For so sure. in the meantime, the fi- well, is there even, I mean, are they even running the parade to even have a final float right now? Or is it just some oh, of the guys? float is... Six feet apart. <laughs> as long as everybody promises to stay far enough apart, we'll uh, we'll run the float. Okay, sounds good. Although, unfortunately, I think today it's I, I see him coming down. It's just a one sad, lonely street sweeper just oh, pushing. Dust. I was gonna say it's it's just a Bob Tape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's trying to avoid the cameras. Yeah, or maybe it's Iger with Tape behind him, kind of waving like I'm here. <laughs> yeah the question is who, who do you think is like whose idea is it to have him stay quiet and him speak for him is it him being like hey you should probably handle this or is it the other way around I mean it, that that would be interesting yeah, I feel like I was like the bigger brother right now like he's the older brother and saw like look at let me take this let me take this one for you buddy yeah it's like he's doing his book tour but just talking about you know the end of, of Disney as a co- corporation because <laughs> his whole book is like, I remember when our company was kicking ass and we couldn't be stopped at all. Yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. That was me. And yet they're still going with price increases during the same time. So it really is. Like I think somebody, somebody um just made a great response. It was just, Hey Bob, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> I saw another response that I thought was equally apropos, which was just, Disney has never been more on brand. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even open, and we're raising prices. No. no. Not even open. Oh, it's so good. So, well, in that case, I think we say goodbye, and we'll greet everyone again shortly uh, next time on the 3 o'clock parade. Okie dokie. <laughs> Yay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.